Welcome to the Ready to Land podcast, and I'm your host, Christina Mantel. Have you experienced setbacks and losses in your life that have left you discouraged with your goals and dreams unfulfilled? Have you ever felt like you've been circling an airport in a fog with your destination no longer on the map? I know, I've been there. This happened to me and I got stuck. Join me and others in conversations about giving yourself permission to change course in your life, move from feeling stuck and unsatisfied to worthy of your own attention. Let's talk about the journey of landing back into your life, allowing yourself the freedom to envision new dreams and aspirations. I found a new way to reclaim my life. I want to help you become motivated to reclaim your right to thrive, to love yourself enough to have the courage to take action and navigate new paths and chart a new course. I invite you to come on this adventure with me. So fasten your seatbelt and get ready to land. Hi, my name is Christina, and I want to welcome you to the first episode of Ready to Land. I am nervous. I'm nervous. My heart's pounding, and it feels a little bit like the first time I jumped out of a plane, (laughs) something I never thought I'd do. And having a podcast is also not something I'd ever do, but here I am, and I wanted to create a space for people to connect and talk about and become perhaps unburdened by listening to stories of how other people have gained a new sense of self and a new purpose in their life after surviving setbacks and losses in their life that they did not anticipate would happen. How I came up with the name Ready to Land is I found that after a number of setbacks, I always felt like I was circling an airport. You know how when when you're younger or when you get ready to go on a trip, you pack your suitcases get all excited because you're getting on the plane and you're going to Paris, France, or you're going to the Bahamas, or you're going to Antarctica, wherever you like to go. You've got your bags packed and you're ready to go. You have a plan and you have a map to get there, or hopefully the pilot has a map how to get there. But let's say while you're in the air, that destination disappears. For example, I always wanted to be a mom. And after numerous miscarriages, that landing pad, that motherhood landing pad did not appear. And it was very, very hard for me. So that, along with losses of both my parents, I just really became numb and just kept circling and circling and circling. So my coming out of the fog of numbness and coming back into the uh, sight of even wanting I'm not talking about necessarily landing now. I'm talking about even wanting something else. So once again, the you know, desiring for a destination or a place to land, that is where we're going to start out in this podcast. So once again, like I said, I am no expert on this. I am just a fellow traveler in this journey of life. And as we know, it's not always about the destination. It's about the journey. And so for me, I've decided I wanted to stop circling. Part of that was attending different events and meeting different people. And a lot of people have been kind to me and put hands out to me to propel me forward. And that's part of what I would like to do with this is help perhaps give you insights, inspiration, 
I was circling and playing small and I don't want to play small anymore. I don't want to be numb anymore. And I want to find direction and come out of the fog and come back into my own life. So here we go. I'm going to first start with the story of how I became a skydiver, which is on the cover of this podcast. Like having a podcast, I never thought I was going to jump out of a plane. How that came about is I have a friend who was in an accountability group with me. His name is Frank. And he knew over the time we spent in that group together, how hard it was for me to get my life back together after my mother died unexpectedly. I had purchased my childhood home and I just could not part with her things. It was just heart-wrenching for me, especially because I didn't have children. So there was this sense of connection and legacy and loss that I just, I guess I just kept circling around. On one of those calls, Frank, who lives across the country from me, and I'm in California, said, okay, I'm coming out there and I'm going to help you get rid of some things in your house. But this was just a kind gesture. Yes, Frank, Mr. Orange, thank you, thank you, thank you. So when he said on this call, I'm coming out to help you, I was overwhelmed with how generous he was in making that offer. And so I said to him, hey, Frank, you helping me clean my house out makes me feel like I'm going to jump out of a plane. And so he said, okay, then I'm coming out, we're cleaning the house, and we're jumping out of a plane too. That's how that happened. And I actually enjoyed it. I have to tell you, I never thought I would sky jump. That was not even on my bucket list. But once you jump out, the feeling of freedom, which happened to be my word for the year, my word of intent, was amazing. It was after the parachute goes up, it's actually quite serene, but I'm, I'm going a little off tar- target there. But then I realized, you know what? I jumped out of this plane and I'm about to land, literally, right? I survived, so I landed. So I jumped out of a plane, I landed, and I could continue to play small and continue to be sad and continue to look backwards and be attached to my feelings of grief or victimhood, or I could unleash myself from the self-inflicted idea that suffering meant how much I, I missed my mother, I could move on. This is making me think of another tidbit. So I, in a different accountability group, I had a friend, Jocelyn, and she had written a book, and it was also about grief, and it was about thriving. And I remembered, I hated that title. Jocelyn, you know that, if you were listening to this. <laughs> I hated that title. I thought I just lost my lost my beloved mother unexpectedly. I am never going to thrive. How dare you even think I'm going to thrive? And so, two years later, fast forward. Well, not fast forward. Sometimes it was very slow. The word thrive actually started to appeal to me. I couldn't believe it. I had been sure it wouldn't, but slowly. It was almost like Michelangelo who who chips away at a rock to uncover the beautiful statue inside, like David, if you've ever been to Italy and seen David or some of his other beautiful works of art. A lot of times he just chips away at the marble to uncover what's inside. And so slowly time chipped away at my grief and my unhappiness and my disappointment and getting up every morning and just getting on that hamster wheel of life and circling and not making decisions moving forward. And all of a sudden, unbeknownst to me, the word thrive became more appealing. So what that meant to me 
was that time does change things, as people tell you. And when you hear that, you don't always want to hear that. I didn't want to hear that. But it's not just that. You have to reawaken the will inside. You have to reawaken the will inside to want more. You have to get to a breakthrough moment, a moment in time when something more becomes possible. And I kept thinking I was doing the right things. I was going to Tony Robbins, UPWs. I was doing this and I was doing that. And I was really looking like I, you know, on the outside, I think I was looking like I was trying, but really inside, I was still very sad, very, very sad. And I was not my own friend. And then somewhere someone said something to me, a little acronym that I thought was really amazing. And it's called SMILE, S-M-I-L-E. Start my inner love engine. And I thought, wow, that's pretty funny. But you know, sometimes little things you hear along the way, the wisdom you hear along the way from other people are just the things you need to hear at just that right moment. And so I started chipping away at my own rock, maybe from the inside, maybe from the outside. They say if you break an egg from the outside, it dies. But if you break it from the inside... It grows. It's born. And so part of me, actually, even this morning, because I knew I would be doing my first podcast today, there was a little bit of sadness around this action, because this action for me is more part of my breaking out of my own self-imposed, I don't know, the word that comes to mind is penance, but my self-imposed grief, or however I interpreted that, of how I had to suffer to, you know, I had this mistaken belief. I had to suffer to show how much I love my mother and I couldn't move forward. And so now I'm embracing the ability to come out, move forward, take small steps, invest in my evolution and work forward and create a community where I can hopefully impact lives And where I'm motivated to connect with others who are going through similar things, whether it be divorce or death or job loss or so many different things that are hurdles in this journey of life. You know, it's it's definitely not a hundred meter race. It's definitely more like a marathon. And, you know, you want to keep going. And do you want to enjoy it? I really wasn't enjoying it. I was definitely not thriving. I wasn't enjoying. I probably was just surviving. But just by the fact that I survived showed me that there was still somebody inside who was strong, someone who knew that there was more. I was putting one foot in front of the other to the point of really realizing that, you know what, I'm really not happy, but I want to connect. I want to connect with others. I realized there was a cost for me not fully stepping into the present. And the cost to that was me staying small me staying small and just doing what I thought were the right things. But really, I wasn't going nowhere. I was going nowhere fast. (laughs) I was consistently going nowhere. I was either on a hamster wheel in that circle, or I was circling up above, above the world, going around and around and around. And so now it's time to come up with some kind of map to a future that I actually want and I embrace and I look forward to. And hopefully in doing so, I transform my past wounds into wisdom and valuable insights to help someone else in knowing that they're not alone. Because truly, I think when someone's in pain, it's really about feeling so alone and lonely and unique in the suffering. And suffering is part of life. I just heard something actually just today. 
which was pretty amazing. And it was about the fact of a matter and the story you put around it. And sometimes, and oftentimes, and for me, it was a story that kept me stuck. So the fact was, my mother died unexpectedly. The story I wrapped around it that kept me stuck was, I cannot survive without my mother, or I can't be happy after my mother dies, because then it means that I didn't love her. Part of unwrapping that story is also about the acceptance of what has happened, the acceptance of something that I did not want to happen, whether it was the infertility or the death or the uh, addiction uh, in my family or other things that have happened that have been perilous and have caused a lot of pain. Sometimes in perhaps my infantile thinking, if I don't accept it, it will change. And, you know, maybe other people on here can't relate to that, but that's just something that I, I guess it's called magical thinking, confabulation, who knows? I thought I was smart, but I was keeping myself so caught up in my story of what I expected. And if I held out long enough, if I held out long enough, some baby would appear magically on my doorstep or my mother would come back. If I didn't change everything, got rid of all her clothes or whatever, she would come back. That was the story. The story can be thick, it can be long, but the story doesn't change anything. It's the fiction that's around the fact, and I have to accept the facts. And that was part of the excitement, but almost a little bit of sadness in having to do this today, because having to do this podcast for me is the continuous movement forward out of the fog, out of the numbness, and into my new reality. My new reality of finding a new place to land and finding people to talk to and hear how they've gotten their navigation gear back to know where they might want to go and where they might want to land. There's excitement. I am taking action. And for me, I have found that taking action is the best thing that one can do. There's action as in circling or staying on that hamster wheel which is action, but it's not taking a new path. The action really came when people who loved me, who cared about me, who knew me were honest enough, were honest, I have to say that again, were honest enough to tell me what I didn't want to hear, to hold me while I cried and probably got bored of hearing that story again and again and again. But they were there to let me know that there's nothing wrong with me. And I'm here to tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. We're all on this journey called life. We're all trying to figure out where we want to go. We can't compare our insides to someone else's outsides. We don't know what's truly going on inside. However, I do want to encourage you to believe in yourself. That's very strong. Believe in yourself. Because if you don't, Sure, other people do, but they don't have the power to make the change. The power to make the change has to come from you. It has to come from you inside. You have to feel like you are worthy. And feeling worthy of your own attention and of moving forward and gaining the courageousness to take new steps, to take different steps, to accept those things that didn't go your way. That's not always easy. 
And that doesn't always happen overnight. I remember when Frank was here, he said, if you don't get rid of this, one year from now, nothing's going to have changed. And so guess what? It's a year from now. Some things haven't changed. Not as much as I think he would have changed things. But some things have changed. For me, I found I had to look at something long enough. Just had to look at something long enough. For example, it was my mother's car, her Volvo. I had to look at it long enough to be ready to get rid of it. However the process is for you, however slowly it goes, know that it's your process and it's your journey and it's your choice. It's your choice to determine if you want to keep going in circles or if you want to start coming up with a new plan and a new path and a new destination, giving yourself permission to thrive. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ready to Land podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at Christina Mantel on Instagram or Facebook. Thank you for listening. 